Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, it's yours truly, Hoovy Hoove. It's August 11th, 2020. Congratulations if, uh, if you made it this far, unless you're listening to this in the future. And it's 2056, and you're like, whoa, damn. Can't believe they had this in 2056 and 2020. I don't even know. I'll digress there. But anyways kind of wanted to just talk about life and how things are right now and I think um you know I think uh, as a whole I think we're I think we're waking up as a society and I think we're waking up as as a whole and I started thinking about um just people's lives and how they're going through COVID-19 uh the virus that has spread and just through the riots and um, racial segregation and just almost like going back to the Martin Luther King days and in the seven I believe the 70s um, 60s and 70s and it was just it never really goes away it's unfortunate black lives matter and um, you know it's a shame that we you know, we live in a world of bigotry, and it's something that we have to fight against. But, you know, I I think it, we're just in a, I think we're so shockingly in a, in a good place. I don't know. We have an election coming up. I think it's Donald Trump or Joe Biden. But um, I did register to vote. I don't know who I'm going to vote for yet. <laughs> probably shouldn't be going into the politics right now but um yeah it's just you know that's where we are that's where we are today and um yeah so but anyways I digress on that but I just want to talk more about um just society and people as a whole today because right now you know I've I noticed throughout the year there has been an early panic due to the pandemic, right? People getting toilet paper, grabbing paper towels, things of that nature. Hand sanitizer. Who's going to wear the face mask? Who's going to play the... Is the NFL going to play their season? Is, you know, NBA in their bubble. Uh, MLB, you know, making strides and they're actually playing games. Um, NCAA, a lot of them canceling their season. It's just very conflicting. I don't, you know, right now everything's kind of in limbo. We don't really know what's going to happen. It's interesting. But several months have gone by. People have, let's say, somewhat adapted to the circumstances that we've, um, we've been embraced with. And I think we've done a pretty good job. But... Uh, something I wanted to touch on that was very interesting to me that I was thinking about was just that there are a few exceptions, but I think people are treating people better. And I think that's, I think that's cool. I mean, I, I think that's, that's awesome that, you know, we've made, you know, somewhat of those strides. Um, but for me... I, you know, I've always treated people well. I've always treated people good, you know. 
But now I've noticed just something about me personally. I've tried to almost, I don't want to like overextend, but I literally, it's almost like a, di- I, I'm even more nicer now. Uh, it's like I'm more giving, like, I'm, I'm this is going to sound very weird, but like I'm tipping everywhere I go. It's really weird. I know it's like very weird. It must be weird for them, but I, they're so grateful. Uh, I think I had like steak and or it was like Arby's the other night. I did not sponsor him for Arby's, but I was at Arby's the other night and I gave this guy two dollars. Right? Did it look like it made his entire world? And like that's not the only place I've been doing it. Like at every restaurant, but that one particularly like legit made me happy. And I think that's the topic of the conversation today is just gonna be, you know, living in a society where most of us live inside of a bubble of our own, you know, despite the, you know, kind of like the NBA's doing that, you know, their NBA season under their bubble. And what's fascinating is that, you know, I think we've all lived under our own bubble, you know, for a long time, you know, because if you're not, you know what I mean by that, because if you're not, you know, rich and powerful and you're not in that upper echelon or that top 1% living out this centrifugal dream of power and control, then you're pretty much one of us. You're one of the slaves that runs through society but finds ways to um, kind of thrust towards that, you know, intrinsic happiness that you thrive for, even though something in the back of your mind is bothering you, or maybe it's not. But for most of us, I think it's always there. It's kind of like the black sheep, you know. It's something, it's something is there. Something is there. Something's just kind of you know, hovering, it's kind of just there, and it bothers, it's kind of like bothering you in the background, but anyways, um, you know, in Rescue Dawn, a really good movie, by the way, Christian Bale at the end, he's like, itch that scratch, you know, in his last speech, when he finally makes it back to the States, and they can't believe he's still alive, (laughs) he's like, itch that scratch, you know, um, scratch that itch or whatever. I can't remember the exact quote, but I think that's I think that's exactly what we're doing today. It's kind of scratching that itch. I mean, we uh, we know that we are kind of slaves to this big machine that kind of thrives, you know. And it's like when you're young, it's like you're naive. When you're in your twenties, you're just pissed about the truth. When you're in thirties. You want to do something about it, be an activist, and then boom, cancer. You know, the fight's over, you know. And the people are like, well, no, I fight, you know, I'll never give up, and that's fine. You know, people will fight the cancer and or fight the political war or fight the, you know, the bigger agenda. Whatever it is that you're doing, that's fine. I'm not here to argue with you. And that's what's so crazy about, you know, most of this is it doesn't really matter what you do or what you say. There's always going to be a cynic or a bigot and someone there to dismantle anything and everything that you have to say and everything that you have to do. You know, we're always imprisoned by an imprisonment of the prison, meaning that everything's being controlled by a controlled confinement of a confinement. <laughs> and if you don't understand what I mean, then you got a long way to go. But there's just that, you know, we're just... <laughs> I mean, we're small dots within this large spectrum of what we don't know. <laughs> and and it's not a bad thing. 
it's just it is what it is and so that's kind of what kind of where I want to keep things today is just simply like yeah maybe you know Frank Sinatra can climb to the top and he can try to spread love and fight racism and and really try to do good and spread that love because I, I believe it man I believe he, he was a good dude from what I've seen and what I've you just I'm a people's person you know I've been around people my whole life um, connect with a lot of people and I'm telling you, he just seemed like a really good dude. He just seemed like he was just... I mean, he, he dude, he he once flew in on this show. He's running a little bit late. He finally gets there. He's been through so much in his career. It was more towards the end of his career. He shows up during a very racial, segregated, and oppressed time. Uh, Martin Luther King sitting right front row. And he brings him to tears. He brings him to tears with a song that was usually supposed to be sung by a black man, but there he was, Frank Sinatra, ahead of his time, a white male, just, I mean, I can't even imagine. And so, I don't know, man, I think, yeah, unless you're someone up there, I don't know if you can really make that change. We can try, you know, we can try to throw rocks at the big system, but it's like, you know, where... (laughs) How far can we go until we get too close and then we already know what happens? You know what I mean? It's like a it's like a perpetuated cycle that never ends. But um, sometimes that can, to a cynic or somebody that's, you know, looking at it um, negatively, they might say, well, that's very morbid of you to say and very, very dark and oh no. But the truth and reality, uh, if not met with, you know, clarity and precision and empathy you won't quite reach the sustenance that, you know, that you're striving for. And all I'm trying to say is where are we if, and only if, modus tollens, we can't make that control? Where are we and who are we if we can't make that impact in society that strives for a better world, a better place, a better environment, a better health? You know, where where do we make that stand? And... You know, there could be a trillion, quadrillion answers for that. But the thing is, is that, you know, the only people really in our society that was willing to, you know, take a stand is Rosa Parks or MLK or even Frank Sinatra. You know, just there were there are specific figures that the only reason they stood the test of time and they've been through history is because they did sacrifice their ego. They said, you know what, if if we want love and we want equality, you know, we're going to have to sacrifice who we are and we have to sacrifice what we do and we have to look at the bigger picture. And if you think about it, most of us, you know, including myself, aren't willing to throw away our ego. It's like they got us where we want us. You know, we want us, you know, we want to have our little, our little setup and we kind of want to look to the side and, you know, we're basically saying that we care and we're trying to show that we care, but we're just putting bumper stickers on a much bigger cause. You know, MLK, Rosa Parks, and them, they're building a rocket ship over here and we're just, you know, putting bumper stickers saying, hey, we support the rocket ship, but we're not even building the rocket ship. They're putting blood, sweat, and tears into their belief system because it's not just a you know, a seasonal thing for them. This is every day. This is, 
inside and out for them. And that is terrifying. And uh, yet um, very, um, how do I say this? Yet very, um, you know, brave on their part. You know, that's that takes a lot to, um, you know, give up your entire life for the greater of all. Um, I think of Mother Teresa and, you know, and what she did. And, there, you know, there's just, there's, I mean, there's so many good people and there's so many good examples but I think the beautiful thing is they they all pretty much have the same goal in common, and that's just to spread love and and really just get the right message through. Because even at an intrinsic, innate level, I think we all really, we, we know, we know. Anybody that's conscious, that's thinking clearly, that understands you know, the essence of who, of who we are, you know, you know what's good, and you know if the vibrational wavelengths that are being sent to you are good. It's like when you go into a room and you kind of just get that feeling, the hair is on the back of your neck and something's just off, it usually is. That's just, you know, your instincts. And so, but sometimes when someone's trying to spread a good message, you know, you can feel that good message. Sometimes it can just take a song you know, um, I'm really trying to think, uh, of, it's, I think it's Jennifer, oh my goodness, <laughs> she's gonna be so upset, uh, she was on The Voice, but she, phenomenal voice, and her story, and from what she came through, all the way to Broadway, I, I just, a uh, very remarkable story, uh, but things like that, there's just, there's just certain um, people and there's certain times and events throughout history where we persevere, and I think that's what we're doing right now as a society. I, it's so weird to say, you know, things are kind of halt. The society's kind of picked up. People are kind of going back to work. It's things are kind of just a, like I said earlier, just a, in limbo. But, um, but it's just interesting um, because I uh, all I see is perseverance. I see people. Um, you know, succeeding. I see people striving and I see kindness. And I think ultimately that's always been the goal is just try to find kindness, you know. A lot of the dissonance and the anger and some of the, you know, some of the bad things that we experience really just came from, um, you know, something that was passed down to us, you know. Uh, it's like that saying, you know, don't kick the cat before you leave the house kick that cat and um anyways another story but yeah it's <sighs> you always have to go back to the beginning you know you always have to go back to the seed you know where did this all start always go back to the seed because if you don't know that his dad was abusive and beat him every day for 12 years you won't understand why he picks on these kids all the time to protect his own securities and his fears of his father that he omitted uh, to um give him the proper love to counter that and so you start looking at the you know disseminations of our history and our biological history and really just our experiences as we are cultivated and as in, into an adult uh, it really makes a lot of sense because um, you know when kids are at the age of three to seven I mean they're developing their motor skills they're developing you know they're really those things they're just going to take with them for the rest of their life but 
if, you know, their mom, their mother's an alcoholic or something and just very abusive or something like that, you know, that's from ages three to seven, that could be, you know, that could be hard to come back from, but not saying it's impossible. You know, some, some of the, some of the greatest people in our entire world actually have come from the worst beginnings. And I love those people to death because imagine, try, imagine trying to overcome something that is impossible to overcome and you yourself have seen people die running the same path that you ran but there was just some reason that you were the one that made it out of those slums or that bad area or wherever situation or whatever situation i've I've seen her i mean come on i mean we have the internet now i mean we've all seen her and just you know there's just a lot of different experiences and examples that are just bizarre. But, you know, we're still here. Now, you know, we we're, we have access to a lot more information than we used to. It's not like these things haven't been going on. We just now know, you know, what's going on, you know. One of the craziest things I saw recently was about human trafficking and just... It went on and on. I just... I, you just never know, man. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts, and I hope that you know we can get that disease out of our out of our world. You know, whenever somebody gets a really bad uh, cold or flu, they take the medicine and they get you know some of that infection out, and then they feel better. And we have to do that as a species, as a whole, as a world. We have to get that infection out, bigotry, all of it, just every all the human trafficking, all this, all the rapist and killer you know all that shit get it all out and if we could just eliminate that infection from our society and I think uh, at least our future generations hopefully will be better off but um, the thing that sparked this whole thing originally was just thinking about you know we know more about the universe than we know about our own earth (laughs) which tells you so much about us, you know. We're over here trying to figure out, you know, what's what's going on over here, what's going on over here, but we forget to go what's inside here. The same thing with humans, you know. And I just, I think it speaks for itself. And, um, yeah, I think, um, I mean, that's a good place to leave off at. I mean, we just, I think we are we're kind of getting in touch with ourselves and I think things are kind of getting better. But the question of the day is just, what do you do if you can't make a difference in the grand scheme of the things we don't understand? That's pretty much the question of the day is what do you do? And how do you know, how do you proceed? Do you just make votes? Do you try? Do you keep pushing? Do you keep trying to spread awareness? Like, what is your steps? What do you do? I'm interested to know. Um, Right now, me personally, I don't know what else to do other than spread awareness and try not to... and, And basically just try not to live outside my means. Yeah, I have certain things in my life that, you know, do bring me joy. And I try to keep it simple to that. But I also try not to live outside my means. Not because of guilt necessarily, because I know other people don't have much, but mostly just because I don't think that's the kind of life or example that you want to go 
or you want to use going forward, especially if you're trying to make change in a world that you may not have much control over, you know, because, you know, I, I may know four to 6,000 people, right? But if you look at the 7.6 billion people in the world, three, 330 million people in the U.S., I mean, four to 6,000 people is really not that many people. And so I don't, you know, I'm basically only speaking to like the nine to 56 people that miraculously make it to this podcast. You know what I'm saying? And and let's say only 5% of those 36 people um, carry this message to somebody else. And let's say 5% of those people that they carried the message to carried that message um, to somebody in power or somebody that can make a difference. And let's say only 2% of those people actually got it to a place in power and the person in power actually considered it. And then you have finally one day, one butterfly effect of a moment where it actually helps somewhere or someone in society and people wonder why I'm so kind I mean you don't know you just don't know a what someone's going through and b what you could change in that very moment you know none of these podcasts I put out are perfect they're just simply not I don't have all the answers but I do know love compassion empathy and kindness it will always be number one for me you know, the message I want is always the same. It's just being said in a different way with a different label, with a different title over and over on repeat, you know. And some people didn't get to say anything before they went. I'm going to say something. And I hope that you do, too. I appreciate you guys following in today. Um, I really do appreciate your time. I swear to you, man, or woman, or whoever's out there, if you guys want to reach out to me, I'm Hoovy. I prefer Hoovy as my name. Um, I don't really mind if you message me or find me on Twitter at Hoovy Hoove, um, or even on Instagram. Um, but it doesn't really matter. I just, if you have any questions or if you just, you know, have something on your chest, I don't know you can reach out to me. I, I don't, I don't mind, you know, I'm, I'm here for the, I'm here for the one cause and that's love and equality. And that's pretty much it, man. Just treating people good because what I've discovered is that in the end, sometimes that's all you got. And I don't want to waste what we got or what we have. Thank you guys.